Father, we thank you for today, Lord. Father, we ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation, God, and the knowledge of you, Lord, to come. Father, we thank you for the spirit of revelation, God, that comes upon us and speaks to us. Father God, you speak in all different ways, still small voice, dreams, visions, through other people. Father, we need to know how to discern your voice, God, and not try to hear you in only the way that we want to or the way that we're used to, God. But Father, we need to hear you as you want to be as you want to speak, as you want to be heard, not as man wants you to be heard, but how you want to speak, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The foundation of a wise man starts with the fear of the Lord. The foundation of a wise man starts with the fear of the Lord. Today's message is called Despising Prophecy. I'm going to be reading out of 1 Thessalonians 5. The times and the seasons, brother, ye have no need that I write unto you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord is come as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety and sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape, but brethren are not in darkness that they, the day, should overtake you as a thief. For the children of light and the children of the day, we are not the children of the night or of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that are drunken are drunkard in the night. But yea, let us, who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by the Lord Jesus Christ, who did for us that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Therefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. And beseech you, brother, to know to esteem them um, to know them that labor among you. Beseech you, brother, to know them that labor among you. What do you say? To know them that labor among you. To know the gifts among you. To know them that labor among you. And to know one another. And to edify one another even as you also do. You and are who over you in the Lord and admonish you and esteem them highly in love for the, their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, and warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, and be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but... Ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and among men. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ concerning you. Verse 19. Quench not the Spirit. Everybody say, quench not the Spirit. Everybody say, Say, despise not prophesying. Despise not prophesying. 
It says, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace shall sanctify you wholly and pray that our God, whole in the spirit and body, preserve you blameless until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful as He has called you, who will also do it. Brethren, pray for us and greet the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you before the Lord and the epistle to be read unto all holy brethren. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Today I'm going to be talking about dreams and visions and prophecy, but mostly dreams and visions. And I believe that people do not have the fear of the Lord in this, in this arena, and they take it as a light thing when God speaks through other people or through dreams and visions. And a lot of things don't come from God, and a real prophet can pick it up right away. But the real dreams and visions, it gets a hold of you, and it shakes you, and it doesn't. you don't let it go until you know what God's saying. So when other people despise it from other people... What you're doing is you're actually despising God. And you're despising the gift of prophecy. And you're despising the Holy Spirit. And what you're doing is you're quenching the Spirit. So many people are quenching the Spirit. Because they have their own religious mindset of how they hear God or what they do. And they quench Him. And, and God doesn't like that. Churches quench the Holy Spirit and the move of God in churches. And, and brothers quench the Holy Spirit among one another. And... He says, do not quench, means to dry up to. If you guys look up the word quench later, you'd know what it meant. 1 Corinthians 12, 1-21, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, that I would not be ignorant. It says, don't be ignorant. For I know that you were Gentiles, carried away by dumb idols, even as you were led. Therefore, I give you to understand, not as a man speaking by the Spirit of God, call it Jesus Christ the curse. And that no man can say that Jesus Christ is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different administrations, but the same Lord. And in other words, all of it comes from the same source, the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of operations, but the same God that works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit everyone. To profit all. For one is given the spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing, to another the same spirit, to another work in the miracles, to another prophecy, to the other discerning of spirits, and to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these work the same self spirit, but divided to every man severally as he will. So God divides it amongst how he wants to among the body. So, the gift of revelation would be where dreams come from. Also, prophecy. Dreams can come in, uh, prophecy can come in dream form. Also, warnings and different things can come as a word of knowledge in dream form. Also, a word of knowledge can come by a still small voice or knowing that you know, you know, there's somebody here that has this and they're going through this and or, you know, you said this before you came to the meeting and God heard you and this is what He wants to say to you. That's a word of knowledge. Or that you know something's going on. You have a knowledge that can only come from God. So that's why God says nothing done in secret, everything done in secret will be manifest by the light. He is the light. So when He manifests through the gifts, it's God manifesting in the light. So people want to always hear from God themselves. But you know what? God... 
does it His way, not our way. So, when He reveals things to other people, other people might not see it, but it's there. God is revealing to certain people as, as He wants to. So there's different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit, but are all from the Holy Spirit. In other words, it's God, and He sends out the parts of Him that He wants to give these gifts to certain people. But every prophet will have the dream revelation. We'll get dreams, because it said if there was to be a prophet among you, he'll dream dreams and all the time. So prophets always get dreams. So then you know that there's a, there's a prophet, there's a lot of dreams that they get. Not everybody that gets dreams is a prophet, but every prophet gets dreams. Let me make that clear, because <laughs> people are going to be, I get dreams, I'm a prophet. No, God can get pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. He says His sons and daughters will all prophesy and get dreams. But every prophet gets to hear God in all different ways. So, by the same, every man prophet with all. So, and then it talks about tongues. We talked about tongues two weeks ago, right, about all that. So you can get... Uh, go back and listen to that if you want to, but we're focusing on, on, on the voice of God through dreams and dis, dis, um, despising not prophecy. So it says, The body is one, has many members. For one spirit is baptized into one body, whether it be Jews, Gentiles, bond or free. We all are made to drink from the same spirit. For the body has not, not one member, but many. For what the foot shall say that I have not, I am not of the hand, so I am not of the body, is therefore not of the body. If the, if the ear shall say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not of the body, if therefore not of the body, question mark, is it not of the body? In the body, where an eye, where is the hearing? And if it was a whole hearing, where is the smelling? And we can go on and on. If you say you're a foot, and you say you're a hand or a knee, where is the, you know, we can go on and on. For we are all one member where there is the body. So we're all one member of one body and all have different parts in the way God uses us. But everybody wants to get everything themselves, most people. Oh, brother, God's got to tell me. And God says, I'm not going to tell you because you only want to hear me the way you want to hear me. And until you learn to hear me the way I want to speak to you, you're going to stop hearing from me completely. And a lot of people get that all the time. They, they, they stay in this place where they met God and they never move on. God might have spoken to you in the wilderness, you one-on-one, because there was nobody around. But then He said, I'm going to bring you somewhere amongst people and then there's, I'm going to change things. Because I'm, I'm always faceted, I always do things differently. And I want, us, I want everyone to learn to, that there's a need for one another. And as we need one another, we learn to grow together and we encourage one another so the body... You know, if I have an itch on my face, I hope the hand is in the spirit with me to know what I need and comes over and itches whenever my nose just started itching, but it wasn't on purpose. And I itch my nose. But I'm like, hey, my nose is itching. And everyone's doing their own thing because it's all about their ministry or what they want to do or what they want to accomplish. Me, me, me. It's like, that's what's going on a lot. And everybody's lacking because this person's itching. This person needs a healing. This person needs a word. But everybody has got their solo relationship with God. And God's like, well, I'm not even speaking like that at this point. I'm speaking through different ways. And they miss hearing God. And that's why many people get tripped up and, they're, and, and, and they become lost. So he says, 
For if we're all one member, we're all the body. You know that there are many members but one body. And we can't say that we don't need anything part of the body. Let's go to Proverbs 1. And Solomon, the son of David, the king, to whom wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment. And another one of those nine gifts is wisdom. And that's part of the Holy Spirit because He is the wisdom. Do you know Holy Spirit's name? Another name for Him is wisdom. And that calls that wisdom waits on the corner. It's in Proverbs as well. And, 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 um, and, and wisdom is God. There's no man's wisdom can never amount to the wisdom that God. God is creator of all things, made all things, and 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 in him, in him all things were made. And justice and judgment and equally, to give something and simple to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear. Here, remember that a wise man will hear. A foolish man has learned to hear God one way, and they don't they don't want to hear him any other way. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning. And a man of understanding will attain unto wise counsels. I know so many times that people, they obtain a counsel, but it's not wise counsel. When they want to hear what they want to hear, they'll go to anyone that knows, they'll, they'll get them to say what they want to say. That's foolish. If you know there's a prophet among you or gifts, that should be the first place that you go to get any wisdom. Not to the clerk at the grocery store or the co-worker that doesn't even know God. That would be foolish. But see, people want to have false confirmations because they want to do what they want to do and it's and because they lack the fear of the Lord. When God was seeking, when God was telling David about a uh, uh, man uh, with, uh, David uh, seeks a um, many people but he's selective who he picks you're not going to go to a person that's very angry or someone that's been in five divorces and go sit down and have marriage counseling with a with a with, a, with ms ms um phd um um, Jennifer S- Smith. And then, you know, you get there and say, Yeah, how's your marriage? Doing? Oh, I'm on my fifth divorce, but I have my PhD. You know, man has told me I got a certificate. But I don't care how much knowledge in the world they know. That's the last person that I'm going to want to help me to, in my marriage, I'd rather seek the counsel of God and the counsel of truth or the counsel of, a, of someone that's overcome situations, that's standing strong and that, that can actually hear God's voice. And you see the world looks for all kinds of different counsel, and we'll see it in this passage coming up soon. So, he says that a wise man will hear and increase in learning. So hearing increases learning. And understanding will attain to wise counsel. Understand the proverb and the interpretation... The words of the wise in their dark sayings. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. I like to just change that right now. to the foundation of wisdom. It says knowledge here, but the foundation of wisdom. But fools despise wisdom and, dist- and sayings and instruction. 
So fools despise instruction. And now what did Paul say, or was it Paul? Yeah, in Corinthians, do not despise prophesying. Do not despise revelatory gifts. Do not despise anything that comes from the Spirit. So where thou, the Holy Spirit, is the wisdom one. And the Lord is and, and the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise the instruction. Because God is wisdom. He is the wisest. The Holy Spirit, you can just consider that the spirit of wisdom. Yeah. And that's another gift that He gives. Some people have so much wisdom. You can meet with them, but you want to... But pride will say, I, I'm going to seek God on my own. And they're like, why are you going to waste 20 hours when you can get it, something in two seconds from the Holy Spirit? My son, hear the instructions of thy father. Forsake not thy law of thy mother. For they should be an ornament of grace on thy head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent, consent thou not. They say, come and wait for my blood. And it goes on, I'm going to keep reading until I get to the part. For their feet, it says this. That, keep going here. So their ways, this is a foolish ways. The one that runs greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom cries without. She uttered her voice, this is verse number 20, in the streets. It's like wisdom cries out and you walk right by it and ignore it. That's what we do when we despise prophecy, when we despise the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It says, She crieth in chief places of concourse and the openings of the gates in the city uttereth the words saying, How long, yea, simple ones, will you love simplicity and the scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Fools hate knowledge. Turn ye to my reproof, behold, and I will pour out my spirit upon you. God says when you turn to him, he'll pour out his spirit. What is his spirit? The fear of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Spirit of truth. He's got seven aspects of himself. That is, what is number seven? It's the number of completion. So if you put all those things together in one, you have the Holy Spirit. So he says, and I have stretched out my hand. And See, that's the problem with carnal churches. They despise the Holy Spirit and anything to do with the gifts, and anyone that has them, and they shut down prophets, and they just run everything by the wisdom of man. And that's why you have a lot of false converts around, because the only way to be, the only, the Holy Spirit draws you to Him. He doesn't draw you to a man, and He doesn't draw you to organized religion. He draws you to Himself, and He brings you around the assembly of the remnant that, that we can grow and, and, and grow up into the wisdom of God, to know all things, to know what is coming, to know the times and the seasons, and to know where we're going, and to give us dreams and revelations, to, keep, to warn us of traps being set by the devil, and all these things. They just all work together for, for the steps of the righteous ordered by the Lord. So as all these things are working together, God is leading our steps like that. People like... And if you're being led by the Spirit, you're being led by revelation. You're being led by dreams. You're being led by prophecy. You're being led by the still small voice. You're being led by counsel of the godly. And then you have the fruits to bear it. But rebellious and unteachable people are always led by their own way. 
And he says, your proof, and I'll pour out my spirit, and I will make known my words unto you. He didn't say it's a mystery. He said, my sheep hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. But the problem is, a lot of sheep have only decided to hear God one way. Some hear Him in the carnal church to a man, and it's not even the Holy Spirit. So they're, it's, it's the blind leading the blind right into a ditch, and they think it because they're listening to a pastor that doesn't even have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that they're actually being led by the Spirit. And the, the guy tells them to do stuff against the Bible, then all of a sudden they get in catastrophe, and, they're, and they want to blame it on the pastor, but if they were seeking wisdom and knowledge, they would find it. And I have set it not all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. And I will laugh at your calamity, and I will mock when, when your fear cometh. And when your fear cometh to desolation, and your des- destruction cometh at the whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall you call upon me. See, sometimes God will put you in a storm, so you've got to call upon Him. Like Jonah in the belly of a whale. But I will not answer. But they will seek me early, and they will not find me. For they that hate knowledge, and and do not choose the fear of the Lord. Choosing the fear of the Lord. I was battling between the the title of this message to be whether uh, despising prophecy or the fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom, I was going to call it. But I went and... I thought it was two different messages, but then I realized it was the same message as I was getting it. It says, The fear of the Lord, and they would none of my counsel. Who are the counsel? The fivefold ministers that God has ordained, the Holy Spirit, the prophets, the, uh, the, the apostles, and you if you have a gift to help somebody out. And there's nine gifts of the Spirit, and God uses, can use anybody in the body of Christ. But so many people despise prophecy. And they despise one another. It says, You shall not eat of the fruit of their way and be filled with their own devices. For turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whosoever hearken unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear and evil. I know so many people that have sought counsel for different things. But... Well, somebody told me this week, they had a dream. They didn't feel like coming here or doing that or doing something to go in one direction, but God gave a dream, which sanctified the direction where they knew they had to obey God or they wouldn't be right. And that, and that also comfort, comforts us to know that we're doing what the God wants us to do. And God will stop giving dreams if you stop. It's like this. He'll stop pouring out anointing on you if you don't use it. And you, He'll stop giving you dreams and visions if you just act like they're not a big deal. I'm telling you. He'll shut off the faucet so quick and He's done it to many people. They're like, how do you used to get all these dreams? And like, well, they, it was like a entertainment to them and they didn't, they didn't fear the Lord and take it into what it means or seek counsel and seek somebody day and night till they find out. God says a wise man will seek all around, it's like there's, there's scripture about that I might run into here. I don't know what I pulled out. God just gave me the addresses and I just threw them down on paper. So we'll see what we get into. But into to that it says, uh, a wise man will search him out. Search out a matter. It's just like uh, speaking in tongues. Oh, it's praying tongues. It's like, well, if, I don't want to hear about all your dreams if you don't care about what they mean anymore. Don't, don't give them to me. 
Because all they're doing is bring confusion, especially some of them that they don't come from God. We need to make sure that they're coming from God. Acts 9.31, let's see how this works. To the churches rest throughout Judea and Galilee and Samaria, and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord. Boom. They were edified. Why? They were walking in the fear of the Lord. And in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, and they were multiplied. Keys right here. You want comfort in the Holy Ghost? You want to have peace? Have the fear of the Lord. Isaiah 11, 1 through 11. Let's read this right now. And there shall come forth a rod and a stem of Jesse, and the branch shall grow out in the roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Who's that? Jesus. Right? And who's that now? Us. If we have the Holy Spirit, it not only rests upon us, now it's inside of us. The seven spirits of God are inside of us too. Because He said it, it sat in front of the throne of God and He went to and fro the earth. And then He said that He opened up the windows of heaven when Jesus tore the veil. Really tore the veil of heaven because the kingdom of heaven is Jesus. And when He tore His flesh, He gave access to man to come to God through, the, through, through Jesus. And Jesus is now Jacob's ladder. Jesus is now the doorway to the Father. Jesus is now... The kingdom of God. He said, the kingdom of God is within me. And when I go and I die on the cross and I raise from the dead, and then I go and, and I send the comforter, I'm going to send me to you. So now I'm going to be in you. And I'm also going to be on the earth. So on the day of Pentecost was that day, and a mighty rushing wind came, and they, it sat upon everyone like cloven tongues of fire, and they all began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance to them. And then all of a sudden... They all began to speak in other tongues, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And then he said, on that day, and Prophet Joel says, on that day I'm going to pour out my Spirit, and your sons and daughters, they shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And now we despise them because of religion. And then anyone that has, is strong, and because there's a lot, of, a lot of flaky people too. People coming with all things out of their own spirit. But a prophet knows right away. Right away. And in God's dreams, they're, they're not a mystery. They're very clear, but He can hide. He will hide the meaning of it till He wants to expose it. He gave me lots of dreams. I sat on them. I had them. I didn't throw them away. I didn't despise them. But I'm like, God, I'm not going to wrestle because if you, I know you're going to show me. And then all of a sudden, at the right time, He reveals it. And then you bring it to the person if that person was in the dream. And it's always, in God's dreams, they never die. They never get forgotten and they never vanish. I can pull them out of my spirit anytime because it's God's voice. And His voice never stops. Once He speaks, He said, let there be light. Has light ever stopped being lit? Never. So He says, and, 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 and He says, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest in the spirit of wisdom and understanding. So someone might have the wisdom, you got to get the understanding. And the spirit of counsel and might. And the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And shall make him of a great understanding the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Everybody's trying to hear from their own ear. But if you're not the ear in the body of Christ, you're listening to the wrong person and you become a fool. Listen to yourself too much. You'll end up being your own God. 
But the righteousness shall judge the poor and reprove the, the equity for the meek of the earth and shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall they slay the wicked and the righteous. And God warns us so much about people giving false dreams. Gird up his loins in the fullness of the girdle and the reins. And the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. And the leopard shall lie down with the kid. And the calf with the young. And the lion and the fatling together. And the little child unto. And it goes on and on. And then it says this in verse 9. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge. And that's now. Jesus came. That's Isaiah saying who's going to... The knowledge of the Lord. Why well, come so many people seem so foolish and don't know where they're going? Where they're... Because they lack body ministry and they lack the fear of the Lord. As the water covers the sea. And in the day they shall be the root of Jesse, which shall stand... And in sign the people and the Gentiles seek, for the rest shall be glorious. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set His hand again in a second time and recover the remnant of His people. And we know that God is a remnant, the elect. And I believe we're in the remnant. And it's a group of people that will not bow their knee to bell. Uh, certain people that God is going to set apart to use in the end times. It's a people that have the fear of the Lord, actually. So the remnant fear the Lord. The wise virgins fear the Lord. The foolish virgins don't fear the Lord. There's ten, right? Five and five. And it shall come to pass in the day the Lord shall set His hand again the second and recover the remnant and shall be left from Assyria, Egypt, and from... goes on and on in these places. And I want to say, this really got me when God says, the people in the world fear the Lord even more than people in the church. I'll show you. I brought in dreams about people. They never even asked me what it means. And then I've asked them, what does it mean? Oh, I don't know. If God, God will tell me. It's like, okay. If that's how much it means to you. It's like, God, what if Jesus appeared to you and said something to you? Well, He appears in a dream to somebody all the time. So let's see. Let's go to Daniel right now. Daniel wasn't saved, right? I mean, Daniel was saved, but I mean, not saved, but Dan the book of Daniel, I mean, but the king that got the dream, he wasn't in the kingdom. Daniel was sent to that kingdom to bring the kingdom of God, and Daniel was sent to that kingdom for a purpose. So let's read about this. It's very interesting, because God will give dreams to even the heathen. <laughs> God will do whatever He wants to do. But then when He gives us dreams, they're for edification, for warning, for protection, for words of knowledge, revealing secrets, knowing something's of somebody's heart. He said, Nebuchadnezzar, 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 Nebuchadnezzar. I don't know why he's got the same name twice. I don't know. Ask, we'll find out. We'll, the theologian will let me know later when they see YouTube. Dream dreams. He dreamed dreams, not just once. Wherefore, his spirit was troubled. Didn't say God's spirit or the Holy Spirit. His spirit was troubled. This guy got a dream. At least he had the fear of the Lord. <laughs> he wasn't even saved, in a sense. He's, I mean, he, was, he became Daniel's friend, and he, he hated he had 
all they tripped Daniel up, right? And they threw him in the lion's den, and it really bothered him because he really liked Daniel and all that. He wasn't a really bad guy. The other kings were, but he wasn't he wasn't a Jew. So he wasn't God's chosen people that time. And he's in Babylon, and God sent Daniel right into Babylon. That's where we are right now. Like we're all like a representation of Daniel in the world. And we're under the government of the United States and the this and that, and soon the Antichrist. So we're like in a representation of Daniel. And he said this, then the king commanded all. He cared so much about this dream, he called all of his magicians, all the astrologers, all the sorcerers, all the Chaldeans to show the king his dreams and, and, and to show the king, for to show, show the king the dreams. <clears throat> so they came and stood before the king. And the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. He's saying, I have a dream, I don't know what it is, but it's bothering me, it's bothering me. And I know it means something, or I wouldn't get it. And I want to know what it is. And I'm not going to stop seeking out till I find out what it means. Learn from that. And he spoke to the Calgids and the king of the Syrac and the king, uh, 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 O king, live forever. Tell thy servants thy dream. And we will show the interpretation. They're all prideful. Oh, well, give us a dream. We'll give you the interpretation. This is the, you know, all the witchcraft people, the, the sorcerers and fortune tellers of the world. And the king answered and said to the Caldrons, and the king has gone for me. You will not make known unto me the dream, the interpretation thereof, and you shall be cut in pieces. This guy was serious. You don't give me a real interpretation, I'm going to cut you in pieces. And your houses shall be made as dunghills. Wow, imagine that. Um... That's one job I wouldn't want to um, apply for, the king's um, <laughs> astrologers and stuff. Because, I mean, if you miss it, then people want to miss it in the body of Christ. Say, well, it might be this, it might be that. Well, then it ain't that or it ain't this. If you don't know what it is, then you don't know what it is. Show the dream and the interpretation there. You should see me get. And if you do, he says, I'm going to give you gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. And then he answered again and said, Let the king tell us okay, and the interpretation of it. And he answered and said, And then certainly that you would gain time because see this thing gone forth. So he went forth and he said, And make known unto me the dream. Da, da, and then he says, To the decree for you prepared lying, for you have prepared lying and corrupt words to speak before me till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream and I will. I shall know that you can show me the interpret. So he's telling him to even tell him the dream <laughs> and know the interpretation. The Calgary answered for the king and said, There is not a man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, nor ruler that asks such things at any magician or astrologer or children. And it was... It was it is a rare thing that the king required, and there is none other can show you before the king, except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. For this cause, the king was very angry and furious and commanded to destroy the wise men of Babylon. And the decree went forth and to, that they should be slain, and they sought Daniel for his fellows to be slain. Then Daniel answered the counsel of the wisdom and said, Captain of the king guards, which was gone, 
forth, slay the wise men uh, to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said unto them, the king's captain, why did decree hasty from the king? <clears throat> and they made the, the thing known to Daniel. And Daniel went in and desired the king that he would give <clears throat> him time and that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the king known to Hanani and Asariah. And it goes on here, the mercies and that and the secret. Okay, then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. So God knew what was going to happen before it happened. He gave him the vision because God's protecting him. He's Jehovah, Jireh. He provided the wisdom for it. <clears throat> and Daniel answered and said, Blessed is the name God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are His, and it, and it can be ours. And he changed the times and season. He removed kings and setteth of kings and giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them to know understanding. Someone give me a drink, please. <clears throat> he revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O God, my Father, that thou hast given me the wisdom and might and known and make known unto us the king's matter. For then Daniel came... And he had ordained it and destroyed the wise men out of Babylon. And he went thus and destroyed on and on. Thanks. And he came down and the king answered and Daniel and those with Zephyr that, that able to make known the dream which you have seen. And, turned, and Daniel answered in the presence of the king and the secret, so remember this, the secret which the king had demanded cannot a wise man, the astrologers, nor the magicians, nor the soothsayers, soothsayers, we have them in the body of Christ, show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known the kingdom that be. And we know Daniel went ahead in the dream. Daniel went ahead and did everything, and he was even promoted more. And the visions, of the, and then he got him in the, in, at nighttime in, in the bed. And there, O king, Thy thoughts come into my mind upon my bed. That should... Now, is God changed? Is He not the same yesterday, today, and forever? And isn't He even probably even more that if we have the Holy Spirit, that God can do that even more with us? And are we not all representations of, of those who carry the Spirit? And he said, The secret is not revealed unto me, for the wisdom that I have more than any living, and for their sakes that shall make known... The interpretation. So he went on and did it, and he was promoted, and all of those things. Now look at Genesis 41. Now we have this. We have Joseph with gifts of dreams, because he's considered, I guess, a prophet for sure. He's got all these dreams. He had them with his brothers. His brothers hated his gift, so they hated him. And then he showed that God used the same gift that his brothers hated. To bring jealousy and then to have the spirit of Cain on them to murder him practically. But they held back and threw him in a ditch because God, they couldn't. God wouldn't allow it. So then he goes and he gets sold into slavery. And then he gets, you know, Potiphar's wife, he won't sin because he's obedient to the Lord. And she sets him up and he ends up in prison. And then two years later, the butler and the baker come. And they bring these two. They both had dreams about three days, something. And he tells the dream, one of you... You know, eating the 
the one that ate the, the bird came, the other one, the other one had three buds and it budded and that means in three days you'll be at and you'll go back to your job and you'll be the butler. The other guy said you're going to hang by your neck. And so Daniel interpreted their dreams for them. I mean, yeah. Joseph interpreted their dreams for them. And he's like, and tell, you know, tell um, Pharaoh this to get me out of here. But nothing happened for many years. And then God gave Pharaoh, and let's read a little bit of that. Then we go, in two full years, and Pharaoh dreamed. Now, that all that happened, he's Daniel's still in there, but they remembered. See, God did something to make them all remember. So now the butler said, I remember this guy that can interpret my dream, my dream, and it was accurate. And when God does something, it's accurate. And there's no fear in the accuracy. And when God speaks, then He speaks. So God was warning Pharaoh to save, not only to save Egypt, but to save Israel. See, God planted Joseph in the right place at the right time that he would be able to be promoted and have access to the whole nation of Egypt that he would be able to bless in a time of famine to bless Israel when they were about ready to die and starve. God opened up the whole storehouse in Israel for those people. So it wasn't really about Egypt. It was all about God's people. And God used that situation however He does it. See, we want to try to make things happen in our own way. Our own. So He brought Dan in the time. Maybe He stayed that long in the jail because it wasn't time for Him to be promoted. But God works everything in His timing and His perfection. So here we go. What my whole purpose is, is this guy too didn't just say, oh, it's just a dream. Why people in the body of Christ that's supposed to fear the Lord despise prophecy and despise the Spirit? And behold, there came out of the river seven well-favored kind and fat-fleshed in the meadow. And behold, seven came up in the river. And he gives the dream. And then he talked about sleeping. And they said, Behold, seven of thine ears are blasted in the east is sprung up with them. And then it gives the whole thing about the dream. And then he spoke the chief to the butler. <clears throat> I'm jumping right now to nine. He says, Call all the wise men, the magicians again, <clears throat> and it shall come to pass in the morning. The spirit, his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called the magician in Egypt and the wise men and, and Pharaoh and, and someone to give me a dream the other day. And half of it couple weeks back, three weeks, a month back, and I got half of the interpretation, but later he revealed the other half. And then I had to bring the other half to them because it was the Lord's timing, and everything actually manifested that was in the dream. And it told the future, so it's prophetic. Dreams are a warning of what is to come. And if we despise them, what we could stop from happening will happen. Well, if they didn't hearken to that dream and the king said, Oh, what's this? This is crazy. I just saw a movie. But he said, There's something that is being told to me, but I don't understand it. But God had somebody that did understand it. And Pharaoh was, and, and, and his servants came <clears throat> in the guard's house and the chief baker, and he was dreamed to dream last night according to the interpretation of the dream. And then the young man, the Hebrew servant, the captain of the guard, told 
the interpretation of our dreams, of course, so he talks about that. And he talks about the hanging of the guy, and he knew the guy, Joseph. And then Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I dreamed a dream. And he changed his raiment, and he got, Pharaoh got Joseph and brought him hastily to the dungeon. So now he got brought out of the dungeon, and he came unto Pharaoh. And then Pharaoh said the dream to him, and I have heard thee, and cast understand my dream, and interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood before the bank of the river. And it goes on, and... and after them, and so it goes on to say what the dream was. And Pharaoh said unto the dream is one, and God has showed Pharaoh what it is about to do. So he's saying, God has shown you what he's, what's about to do. Then he said, the kind of seven years, and da 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 Y'all can read the dream later. I think you all know it. Talks about, and the plenty, and then, so, he gets done telling Joseph the whole dream. And he also went to all his wise men and everything, got nothing. But Joseph has a gift. Everybody say, Joseph has a gift. And some of us have a gift. And we have the Holy Spirit, which is the gift of God. And the eyes of Pharaoh and the eyes of all the servants. And Pharaoh said as much to Joseph, that I have showed me these three, this. There is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be ruler over my house, and according to my word, and then shall all my people be ruled, and only in thy throne will I be greater. I will be greater than thou. So he made them second because of one gift, one interpretation, and and it, and all of it came to pass. And he became the second of all over Egypt because of his gift. And there are also scriptures that says your gift will make room for you. But if we despise gifts, then we despise God. Even Pharaoh didn't despise God. He honored the God of Joseph. And he honored Joseph because of his God. And we don't honor one another. And we despise prophecy and dreams all the time. And we people get missed things. And then God stops giving dreams and stops speaking to people because of that. <clears throat> and the second chariot had said and cried. And then Pharaoh said unto Joseph. So it goes on and on. And Joseph was 30 years still before Pharaoh. And on and on. So... That's what happened. And then and everything happened. Then you know the whole story. You can read it where his family came. and whole. So God gave this gift to Joseph. And my whole, my whole point of that is, if someone in the world has to fear once in a dream, why how come we, 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 we despise prophecy so much? 2 Corinthians says it like this. Brother, and I come unto you, come with excellency of speech, or of the wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I am determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and fear and much trembling. For my preaching was not enticing words of man's wisdom, but a demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That your faith should stand not in the, stand not in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Therefore we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yea, not the wisdom of the world, nor the princes of this world that come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto His, our glory, 
which none of the princes of the world knew, for if they had known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. But it is written, Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered into the heart the things which God has prepared for them who love Him. But God has revealed them unto us unto his, by His Spirit, for the Spirit searches, here it is, the Spirit searches all things, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him? But even the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. No, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Don't despise prophecy. Don't quench the spirit. Which things we also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but with the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things unto spiritual things. But the natural man, the natural man, receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish. And a lot of people think dreams are foolish. I'm warning you. Because God showed me that. Neither can they know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritually spiritual judges all things, but he himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord? That he may instruct him, but we have, everybody say, we have yeah. the mind of Christ. Now I'm going to take you to all these couple real quick through how God uses dreams and to show you how important it is. And if they despised them, what could have happened? And many of us despise God's voice all the time. Oh, I'm not, I'm not being led. I don't feel it. Because the dream, you have, it, it's when it happens later. And most of the time the people that despise it, they never get to see what happens later. Because they're already out of the will of God. But the people that got the dream or seen the dream or interpreted the dream, they know what happened in the dream because they're still in the will of God. So that part of the dream that they were in that dream happened. Someone else in the dream didn't happen because they're not repenting to the dream or following God's voice in that manner. If that makes any sense. Matthew 1, 20-28, look. For what while these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. The angel of the Lord didn't appear. A lot of people think the angel came. He appeared to him in a dream. You hear this? Now this is after the resurrection. Uh, this, is, this is before Jesus came on the earth. And St. Joseph, thy son David, fear not and take unto Mary thy wife. See, Mary was saying, oh, I'm, I'm pregnant. So God had us in a dream. So the guy wouldn't go nuts or think his wife cheated on him and to, and to encourage him and to make him protect and stand by her and, and not to say she's crazy like everybody else is going about to say. So he appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, the son of David, fear not, take unto Mary thy wife, and now she has conceived in her of the Holy Ghost. And it shall bring forth the son, and she shall call him... So the dream, 
gave the name and gave the Mary heard from God and it confirmed the witness of Mary through the dream, through the gift. To save His people from their sins. Now, this shall be done that might be fulfilled and was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. Now he's, now he's pointing it back to where it's been prophesied in the Word of God. And bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, being interpreted God with us. <laughs> so funny. I just caught this. Verse 21, it's like, Bring forth the Son, and you shall call His name Jesus. <laughs> and two verses later, Behold, Mary, bring forth the Son, and His name shall be called Emmanuel. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's a confused angel. <laughs> He's got lots of names. Being interpreted, God with us. So He's saying, call Him Jesus, and He's pointing back to where they said His name will be. God will be with us through Jesus. Now Matthew, now a whole other chapter later, let's read. Another thing where God had... This is very important. When God gives a dream, something's happening. Yes. It's not, oh, cool, I got another dream. Yes, yes. Most of those dreams aren't from God. They're from your own belly. Mm -hmm. And it talks all about that. God's dreams, because I've had seen many of them, and you go bring to somebody and they don't even ask you anything about it. They're like, okay. And you're like, okay. And it's like, there's no fear of the Lord on His voice because... It didn't come to them, but it came to the prophet. Matthew 2.19 But when Herod was dead, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and dreamed Joseph to Joseph in Egypt. So another dream came, and another time said, Go the other way, because Herod, in other words, Herod was going to kill Jesus, but he was trying to trick him, so God sent a dream to make him go the other way. Very important. Change of direction. Real quick. What if they said, oh, that, that was cool. No, it was a word of knowledge. And it was wisdom from God. Or else, if they, wouldn't, if they would have despised or quenched the Spirit, it wouldn't have been good. God would have had to do something else because He wouldn't have let them get a hold of Jesus. But Now Joel 2, 28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward, and I said this yesterday, uh, earlier, that I will pour out my Spirit... And your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams. And that's the time we're living now. And your young men shall see visions. And well, God gave me the interpretation of that, because everyone's like, well, I'm not an old man. What he means, the mature in Christ will have long dreams that mean a lot. When you're young in Christ, you're going to have a quick vision. I had lots of visions when I was a baby in Christ. One was about, uh, I told some of you all this, real quick vision. I, all my flesh was off of me and I was pulling out my heart and then I started to smile. But in the dream when I saw this vision, I was just born again. And I was like, oh my God. There wasn't nothing to smile about. But God was saying, uh, die to your flesh or die to yourself and give, give, give me all of your heart and then you'll be happy. It was like a quick vision. But He spoke the whole thing to me. And, then, and, and that to comfort me is like, and then there was no flesh. It was like one of those things, you see those things where they have those all the flesh off that thing and you go to that show. But it was like 10 times more detailed. Only God, it was like real. It's like that's so, he can do that in a movie picture. And that's how he spoke to me. Vision. It was at night and I was sleeping, but it was a vision because it wasn't a storyline. And then, well, okay, you go here, you jumped on this bus, and then when you, you got off the bus, you, 
you saw the mailman and the mailman say go this way and you're going to pick up a red carrot and then you're going to give the red carrot to this person and then there was a there was a water going and then you didn't you jumped into the water all these things will have meanings so another thing with God's strength every no one can use formulas because God speaks to everyone to their heart as their one and if he gives it to someone about somebody else, most of those are warning dreams or direction dreams, or dreams for dreams. When it's a personal dream, it's something that God's doing for you. In other words, um, um, let's use a kitty cat now, because I said something the other day about a dog. Went. Okay, a kitty cat, um, to you, is you, you were a young kid, and you, you ran out, and you ran over to your neighbor's house, and, and your friend's house, and you... You uh, started to play for the, play with the cat, and the cat scratched your eyes. And your whole life, you didn't want you hated cats. You didn't want nothing to do with them, because that happened in your childhood. So, and then another person, um, their their something happened, and their parents got them a little kitty, and they raised it up, and they nurtured the kitty, and the kitty was like their best friend, and they played with it all the time, and and the kitty. Grew up as so two different people. God gives that first person a dream with a cat. Right away, that cat means something bad is going to happen. Be careful. And maybe show that cat and show somebody or something. God will speak like that. Now the other one, person gets a cat. You can't, that person can't say, oh, it's an evil uh, thing because... You know, cats are evil things. No, that's your personal dream. You had a dog. You had a mailman. You had something happen in your life or betrayal or different things happening. Um, and in, anybody hasn't read the word on betrayal, it's got like 105 people shared it organically. It means it's very powerful and you should read it. It's on the Facebook page. It's called Betrayal. Anyway, and that, it's very prophetic. And just telling people to, to go read it because it's going to give you a lot of insight on different things. So, this person with the cat, then, so, same with anything. Your father uh, was very angry and bitter man, and the other person's father was very loving and kind and always there and gives your father a dream. So, nobody can tell you except by the Holy Spirit. And you know when you get a dream what God's, and He'll reveal it to you. Or He won't, He'll give you the dream, and He'll, and he'll give, and if you don't have the interpretation, He gives it to someone else to interpret and that's what he does. But if we just if we don't seek it out, then we might get in trouble. Because God has somebody to interpret dreams among everybody. And sometimes that person won't have it and say, Well, it's not for now. But God's gonna reveal it. Jeremiah twenty three thirty two says, Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them. They cause my people to err with their lies, and they are and led by their lightness. So Satan comes in and tries to do that to get people not to listen to God's voice. That's always what it is. The counterfeit always tries to make Volin, Volin, um void God's real voice, and that's what's going on in church. And yet I have sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. And then we go in Daniel 1.17 for these. For the children gave them the knowledge and the skill and all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understandings and all visions and dreams. And we know that from that. Not only that, there was other dreams that in that book that he, Daniel had with some writings on the wall. He knew what it was. 
this and that. Then we have Daniel 7, 1 through 3. It says, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, Daniel the dream, and the vision, the head upon the head, on his bed. Then he wrote the dream, and he told the sum of the matters. <clears throat> Daniel spoke and said, I saw in my vision by night, and it goes on that, that the four winds and strove out the... So, God will show you anything He wants to, if we have ears. Those ears to hear, when, when, when Jesus says, those that have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, dreams are part of your ears. Because what the Spirit is saying, because the Spirit doesn't always talk with a still, still small voice. The Spirit talks in all those different ways. Through dreams, through visions, through circumstances, through um, people around you. He can speak through uh, animals. Well, he spoke through a mule when the prophet would. God can speak to you anyway. But you, your ear will know if it's God or not if you're in a relationship with God. And many people don't even know and they get tossed to and fro by, by dreams and different soothsayers. But those that are, 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 are with the Lord, they know the difference. Deuteronomy 13, 1-3. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder and a sign of the wonder come to pass... Therefore he spoke unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known. Let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or the dreamer of the dreams. For the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. Numbers 12.6 And he said, Hear, how my words, if there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I will speak unto him in a dream. There it is. Is God the same yesterday, today, and forever? Did he not say, Joel, I'll pour out my spirit upon So if we're getting dreams, that's the voice of God. That's the chastening of God. We need to follow them. We need to seek them. We need not to just despise them. Because they tell the future as well. They, they warn you. They give you direction. And it's God's voice. And everybody says, I want to hear the voice of God. But everybody tries to hear God on their own terms. When God says, I, you don't tell me how to speak. I speak when and how I want to and when I want to. And sometimes He'll say the craziest things at the craziest times. But He knows exactly what He's doing. Zechariah 10.2 says, For the idols have spoken vanity and diviners have seen a lot. See, there's, the devil can give you stuff too. That's why you have this other gift, the spirit of discernment. It discerns a matter. And I'm telling you, we need each other for all of these gifts to manifest in the right way. Therefore, they have went their way as a flock, and they were troubled because there was no shepherd. In other words, there was no buddy over them, the discerning and, 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 and protecting them from these things of the devil. Job 33, 14-8. And God, last page, you guys can stand up, please. If you, you don't have to, but you can to stretch if you're... I have spoken once, yea, twice, and yet no man perceived it not. God's doing that. He says that that's what He's telling me. I speak, speak, and nobody gets it. Nobody hearkens it. Nobody fears it. And he said, if we don't start to, to, to hearken to his voice, he's going to stop talking. 
in a dream and in a vision. He says, and yet no man perceived it in a dream or in a vision of the night. When I deep sleep falleth upon men and slumberings upon the bed, then open the ears of men and sealeth their instruction. God will give you instructions. That's where I got so many words and so many things in those books were out of dreams and visions. Like somebody said to me, it's like, I was like, and I was going to get me, she's like, my gosh, she sent me uh, this book and read this book and this book. And I'm like, ma'am, I've never read one book in my life. The only book I've ever read was the Bible. She's like, what? And she's, she listened to every message. She's going to know right from this thing. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I only read the Bible. And I don't ever even read that that much. She's like, oh, that is a sign and a wonder. Yeah. But I listened to it quite a bit on audio, but the religious people said, well, he might not know what he's talking about then. Well, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Wisdom yeah. in God, and He's putting the words in our, inside of us. So yeah, I read the Bible when I have to look it up and find it, but I don't sit there like some people read it for three or four hours a day. It's just, I can't do it. I'm not, I've, I'm, and my wife can witness that. Now, people are going to judge me, but that's okay. Let the fruit judge. Because you know what? Those people that read it all, they know the address, they don't even know the spirit of it, or the revelation, or the understanding of the word. So what good is that? He says it's for nothing. The letter without the spirit is nothing. But I guarantee you, go one-on-one, and I'll speak, and, 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 and probably know more scriptures than them, by the spirit of God that's inside of me. Because, it's, you know, I'm not going to read another man's book, but I know other men are supposed to read the books that God's producing out of my hands because they're not coming from other people's books they're coming right from the Holy Spirit I'm not grabbing five people's books and giving you my interpretation of all that and that's what a lot of them are doing and it's called stealing words from other men and that's also in Jeremiah so that just proves Jesus didn't walk around with other people's books he had the Torah inside of him and he was the living word and when he closed the book he said on this day this is finished and they wanted to kill him and they tried to bring Scripture, but He brought the Word of God in by the Spirit of God to all of them and confounded all the wise Pharisees and Sadducees in His time. And that's the worst thing that God hates is religious people. He hates religion. Religion. Self-righteous. Judgmental. Hypocritical. Pharisaical. Sad to see. Because they couldn't see, so they call, He called them Sadducees. Because they were sad because they couldn't see. <laughs> Isaiah came to pass right in front of them and they couldn't see. Yeah. They were still looking right. over that way, over that way. We got gifts all around us and some of you are so sad to see. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. You're sad to see because Jesus Christ is standing right before thee and you're looking elsewhere. You're looking in your, and you got to look in your Bible. Jesus. I'm telling you, you need to be set free. 1 Samuel 28-15 through 15, And Samuel said unto Saul, Why hast thou disquieted me? This is what God's warning us to do. To bring me up my soul. And Saul answered in, in sore distress. For the Philistines make war against me. And God departed from me. And He answered me. No more neither by prophets nor by dreams. So remember the anointing was taken from Saul. In the anointing, we can have we can hear from prophets and we can hear from God as a prophet. And we can have dreams because it comes from the anointing. They come from Christ. He is the anointed one. And the anointing breaks the yoke. 
And the truth sets us free. And the dreams are truth if they come from the source and the spirit of truth, which is God Himself. Do not despise prophecy. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Religious people always quench the Holy Spirit. Because of pride, they have to see it. They have to hear God themselves. And God's like, okay, no more dreams for you. And I'm going to be silent. And then they get caught up in their own web. They get spun in a web. And they, they try to point out everything and everyone else's. And some, the Jezebel is just stirring a web all around them. And they, they, they can't even do nothing because of pride. Pride means I hear from God only, myself. And I don't need my brother because I have the Spirit. It's the Spirit of Korah too. He says, And the Philistines make war against me, and God departed from me and answered me, and neither my, by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee, and thou mayest make known unto what I should. And then they cry, and then they get lost. Without God, we're lost, right? Absolutely. He said, yeah. You were lost, I found. He said, My sh-. um God says that God's not lost, He was here from the beginning. We're gonna get lost when we got separated from God. He says we were lost sheep going astray, but God has brought us into the fold. So God's not lost. He seeks to seek and save that which is lost. So without God, we're lost. You can go to a church and be lost. Because if you don't have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of light inside of you, or the gift of the revelatory, you will get lost. You will follow apostatic ways. You will be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. You will start following is um, um, uh, Hebrew roots and and this and that and, and, and going up and trying to uh, war, uh, go to the courtrooms in heaven and, and try to plead a case that Jesus already said it was finished and won by the blood. I mean, you'll go religiously and, and, and start going over every generational curse and everything when, when it's been broken by the blood of the Lamb. Proverbs eleven fifteen through 17 In the heart of the prudent getteth knowledge. We're going to close with this. And the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Remember? Wisdom, knowledge, foundation. The prudent gets knowledge. That means the humble gets knowledge. And the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. So the wise seeketh, and the humble receive it. The humble receive it, and they're wise because they seek it. And a man's gift makes room for him. Hey, look at Joseph. His gift made room for him right next to the king. Your gift will be make room for you. You're seated with Christ right on His lap in heavenly places. He that is for, make room and, and bringeth Him before great men, he that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth, searcheth for him. So Father, we thank You. That we will not despise your dreams. We ask you to give us more. And Father, we ask you to shut off the voice of the stranger. To cut off any divination, any witchcraft, anything coming from diviners, soothsayers, occults, or dark magic, black magic. We come against those powers, against us and everything. And we release the angels of heaven. Father, we ask you to release even more dreams and visions. That we will not be, be, uh, be tossed. God, that we will not be uh, thrown to the right or to the left, God. We fear the Lord, God. We ask you for the fear of the Lord even more. We will not despise prophecy, God. We will not disquench your spirit, God. We receive your gifts, 
You're not dead, so the gifts aren't dead. Many preachers are saying that the gifts were for the apostles and that they're dead. But God's not dead. He is the gift. It all comes from the same Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit's inside of us, He will give us and search the deep things. He will give you the secrets. He'll show you your enemies right around you in dreams. I get so many dreams I don't even share with people. But you love. But you love. And you keep going on. But no one will get it over you. No one can sneak one by you if you're close to God. He, will, he said everything done in darkness, He will reveal it. He is the light. And when you're dead and sleep at night, and you're, He can reveal mysteries to you. He can reveal, He can get you to go the other direction and avoid car accidents or, or avoid uh, certain situations. Or you'll get in a situation and you would have said one thing, but God already said what you should say and you say the right thing, and you avoid a lot of conflict. Because God, if God be for us, who can be against us? But if we despise Him, we despise our way, and we despise His will. So Father, we repent right now for despising prophecy, for making light and trivial dreams and things. And I'm not talking about uh, uh, bubblegum dreams and stuff from, from your own spirit or all this stuff that you hear and you're like, it does. I'm talking about the real dreams from God that you know because they stick. And just like they stuck on Pharaoh, that didn't come from the devil. That came from God to him. God can put a dream in anybody. They came to him. Why? Because he wanted to save his people. He wanted to direct Israel. He wanted Joseph to be on the right side of him. And he wanted to save the whole world actually because if the whole world was in famine, then they'd all die. So, Father, we thank you that you are, we feast on you now, Jesus. And you are the bread from heaven. And you want to save the whole world. And it is your gifts of the Holy Spirit that help us, that equip us, that train us to win the lost. And and we need them, God. So we ask you, Father, to pour out your Spirit upon us even more. To equip us and to train us and to train our ear to war and to train our ear to hear you, God. In any way that you choose to speak to us, God. Father God, we repent right now for trying to hear you in, 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 in the way that we always want to. Or, or get discouraged because we're, we're, God always you know, speaks to me this way. Or you're trying to find it in the Word now and He's not doing that. Because He's like, I want to take you to another place. Because what if they take your Bibles one day and you only hear Him by, 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 by the Scripture. And then you don't have that anymore. He wants to learn how to speak to you in all different ways because His voice echoes like lightning. So Father, we seal this Word by Your blood, God. And we ask You, God, to pour out Your Spirit even more among us. Warn us of trouble to come. Guide us into Your direction. Warn us of entrapments from the devil or those that want to entrap us being used by the devil. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.